are you a counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply than you lovely person are in the right place because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel oh and ditch that critical nagging inner voice too so each week I'll offer you inspiration motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the grow your private practice show it's great to have you here Hi and welcome back and if it's your first visit I'm so glad that you found us. Now today I'm going to do a little review of 2020 and to be honest I wasn't really sure whether to do this as a topic because as we all know 2020 has been such a strange year and nobody has escaped its horror. So yes there's been Covid and we all know what that's entailed and it's very nearly Christmas, and it's really going to be a different kind of Christmas for us, isn't it? There's also been natural disasters, political unrest, and frankly, so many things. I'm not going to list them here. We really don't need reminding. And then there's also stories that are a bit closer to home. So your story, what's happened to you this year? We've all come through this, and nobody has been nobody's been unaffected. I mean, I've been relatively unscathed. I have predominantly an online business. And though I'd planned an in-person event this year in September, I had to cancel. I've actually come through it relatively unscathed. And my oldest son was trapped in Italy for six months. But he was safe. And it turns out he was really happy, actually, because he was trapped with his girlfriend. So I think that was great. They're still together, even though he's home again now. The relationship continues. So that could have been terrible, but actually it turned out pretty well. So despite me seemingly getting away with things really easily, it's really affected me a lot because I already suffer with anxiety. But this has increased and I also struggle with low mood. Um, so, so this has all kind of added together to bring about periods of a low mood, low mood, feelings of loneliness, helplessness, despair. And I don't think any of us has kind of come through this without having those sorts of feelings. So I think really we're probably all going to be glad to see the back of 2020 and to look forward to 20, 2021 really with a degree of optimism. And to be honest, I'm not the most optimistic person in the world, but even I'm feeling optimistic about 2021. Now, if you're ready to start the year strongly, now really is a great time for you to join the Grow Your Private Practice Club. I'm just going to talk about the club just for a second, because if you join now, what's going to happen is you will beat the New Year price rise. So at eight o'clock UK time on the 7th of January, the price is going to be going up. So if you join the club before then, then you will only ever pay the current fee for as long as you're a member. So that means that the price will never go up. And this means that you'll have access to everything in the club. So you'll have the private practice success roadmap, which kind of takes you through all the fundamentals. Then you've got the monthly workshops and guest expert workshops and all the recordings of all of the workshops that we've ever done, like um, SEO and growing your social media following and branding and like 
honestly so many different things. Some of them practical, some of them mindset, loads of different things that are all aimed to help you. And you always have the, the ability to ask questions, whether you ask in the members community or in the monthly Q&A. So you're never going to be doing a course and not be able to ask questions or more importantly, you're not going to get your questions answered because, you know, I'm there to help you. And so are all the other members. And there are other members, member benefits, too. There are some offers and I only ever work one to one with members. So if you need some extra help from me, then the only way you can work with me is through being a member. But to be honest, the real beauty of the Grow Your Private Practice Club is it's about reducing overwhelm and increasing confidence because this is the problem that we often have when we start a private practice. You're a counsellor, you don't know anything about business and it all feels like too much. There's too many different things to consider, too many different things that you could do. So the Grow Your Private Practice Club is really about reducing overwhelm and increasing confidence and a big part of what I do is helping people to achieve more in less time so you can get on with your marketing and then just get on with your life. So if you want to check out what's included at Grow Your Private Practice, go to growyourprivatepractice.co.uk or if you've got any questions, just ask. Anyway, back to the podcast. Now, the, the thing is, if we if we just dash off into the next year without reflecting on the past year, then really we're going to miss out on an opportunity to increase self-knowledge and personal growth. And you've been through so much and you will have learned so much that it's important to learn that. So don't discount those lessons, learn from them. So you can learn things like how you coped with the lockdown. So for example, I have a tendency to throw myself into work and I love what I do. So it's not about, you know, I, I'm not like doing work kicking and screaming. I really love what I do. But I managed to get a little bit burnt out. And what I've noticed is I have a tendency to, or over the, over the, um, over the lockdown, I noticed that I really had a tendency to use work as a way of numbing myself. And I noticed as well that if I took time off at weekends, by the end of the weekend, I could start feeling quite low. So that's something that I've looked at. I also noticed that I don't really have any hobbies. So that's definitely something that I want to look at in 2021. And I've also started having counselling again, my own personal counselling, to try to get to look at some of the deeper stuff which I've been sort of has been showing up over the lockdown period and this is the sort of stuff I know is holding me back my the success of my business back and me personally holding me back so you know we're never done are we we never <laughs> we never get to a point where we go right that's it I'm done there's literally always more work to do there's always more we can learn about ourselves our place in the world relationships our wants and our needs loads of things that we can do so for me I've done a lot of reflecting and I'm carrying on with that but here are some topics that are good to reflect on so what I would suggest you do is either just chat with a close friend about some of these things or do a little bit of journaling journaling is always great for things like this isn't it and I think as counsellors we can tell clients to do count 
to do journaling and we can talk about the benefits of journaling but you know do we actually do it so maybe do a little bit of journaling around it so the first thing to consider is what are you proud of what's come out of this year that you feel proud of now probably all of us have been more resilient resilient than we thought that we were so i mean the majority of CLAC counsellors have learned to work online and many people might have wanted to work online and they kind of had it on their to-do list, but basically had their hand forced. And I know that many counsellors and therapists have been quite anxious about this and about having to work online. But when you had to do it, you took that challenge and oh, wow, what a good job that people have done with this. And it's a good job too, because this has gone on far longer than anybody anticipated. But now, if you've learned how to work online, how to see clients online, this means that you now have a lot more choice, you have a lot more freedom. The brilliant thing about this is because it's meant that therapists can still work and serve clients and bring in an income throughout this period. Now, some people have like fully embraced this and have decided that they're going to get rid of their actual rooms and stop renting a room and have decided to just work online. Some people, on the other hand, have been a little bit more reluctant about it. And that's fine. Whichever camp you're in, having this option to keep working has been an absolute godsend, whether you want to carry on working online or not. So I'd really like to invite you to acknowledge this change and the resilience that you've shown and how you've gone forward with it. And consider what other things have you been proud of this year? And if you can't think of anything, it might just be that you didn't actually murder someone this year, <laughs> especially if you've been through lockdown with a house full of partners and kids and all of that. I think it's been, I think that could have been so stressful. Another thing to consider is what you've learned this year. And this is enormous, isn't it? There are so many things that you might have learned this year. So for me, I've learned that I use work to numb myself. And after all, if I'm knee deep producing a really big meaty course, I can't really think about what's happening outside of my room. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. But with everything, it's all about balance, isn't it? And if I got my balance a bit out of kilter, that's when I started feeling burnt out. So what I've been doing is I've been re-examining boundaries. Now, I used to work all hours. And when I used to have the free Facebook group, I was always in there. Weekends, evenings, supporting other people, helping, checking out what was going on, making sure that, you know, there was no arguments or anything like that. And it really took its toll, which was really why I closed it. It just was taking such a lot of time and such a lot of energy. But now I boundary my work time. So I still work a lot, but I don't work evening or weekends. And I don't usually work, well, I say I don't work evenings and weekends. I'm recording this on a Saturday, but I tend to record on a Saturday because it's often quieter. You know, I've not got lots of emails going on and things like that. So what do you think you've learned this year? What have you learned about yourself? What, what have you learned about your business? What have you learned about really anything this year? Another thing to consider is what surprised you about the year? Now, something that has surprised me is how little I need 
and I say it surprised me it's not come as a massive surprise but because I'm not a very materialistic person I've never craved things I've never craved you know shopping is something I don't enjoy because I don't crave having lots of things but I have noticed just how much I appreciate the small things and I think maybe this has become uh, maybe this has happened because I've dipped into mindfulness over the years I've been really delighted to be fair how much I appreciate the small things I really started noticing this when I got the dog a couple of years ago. I started noticing when I took the dog out for a walk, I really loved being able to see the change in seasons, uh, the change. I can remember I got her in the summer and when it changed to autumn, I can remember noticing all the beautiful colours, the reds, the leaves, the berries, and I, I absolutely adored it. So, yeah, I really appreciate things like that. I really appreciate nature. And I can remember one day when we were full on in the lockdown, in the first lockdown, I remember it was a we were blessed with the weather here in the UK. And I remember there was a beautiful summer's day and I just sat and I was going to read. And to be honest, I couldn't bother reading. It was one of those sorts of days. And I just sat there and I was looking up at the clouds for ages. I, can't, I don't even know how long, but I was looking up at the clouds and just watching how the clouds formed and moved and it was absolutely wonderful it was fantastic so and yeah I guess that's mindfulness isn't it but yeah I was quite surprised at how 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 grateful I am for the small things I was also surprised by just how much of an introvert that I am and I've always known I'm an, I'm an introvert I often say to people I'm practically a hermit and I joke about it but to be honest it's, a, it's pretty true because I've been on my own for all of this time, most of this time. Obviously, I've got my kids, but, some, you know, they've been at uni or living away and things like that. And I've rarely felt lonely. There have been times that I've felt lonely, but rarely have I felt lonely. And this has been a surprise. I thought that maybe, over, you know, I'd, I'd really start to feel lonely, but actually I didn't. And that was that was a surprise. So what surprised you about the year? What's happened where you've gone, oh, that's interesting. Didn't know about that. Maybe reflect on that. Think about what's been surprising for you. So what do you want to let go of in 2021? Now, in 2020, we have had a different sort of normal. And at some point, the other sort of normal will come back again, won't it? So what is there what has there been in your life that you've been glad to not have there? So this could be something really big. So it could be that you've really enjoyed not having to go into work or not having to go back to the office or not having to do the commute or, you know, something like that. You might have really enjoyed not having to wear makeup every day or something like that. This is a really good one. and Never has there been a better time to think of this couple of things for me I do too much and I overcommit to things and that can leave me feeling a bit stressed I think to be honest it's my people pleasing tendencies that make me not want to say no so this is something that I want to work on I want to not overcommit myself this coming year I also want to throw less away because I really really hate waste but I still find that I buy things sometimes and then don't use them now potatoes and carrots are <laughs> worse for this because I buy them with such high hopes for beautiful healthy meals 
but they sit there and I end up with a bag full of vegetables that have sprouted. So, and then I kick myself. I really hate that I'm, thro- I'm throwing something away. I hate waste. So what would you like to let go of this year? I mean, it could be an old belief. It could be that you want to let go of imposter syndrome, or maybe it's a basic lack of in- lack of belief in yourself. These are things that you can always work on. We, we have training over in the Grow Your Private Practice Club. And these are things that are going to make a massive difference to all aspects of your life, including the success of your practice. Like I say, I've just recently started going to counselling again because I don't want some of these old beliefs stopping me from moving forward. Another good question is, what do you want to create this coming year? You have a new and more optimistic future ahead of you. So what would you like to create in this time? Now, I'm not going to go into this too much at at this time because the next episode of the Grow Your Private Practice show, I'm going to be sharing with you some really simple goal setting and planning ideas. And also, if you join the Grow Your Private Practice Club now, not only will you get locked into the current low price, you'll be able to come to the Get Focused Achieve More workshop, which will be in January. So that's going to really get you off to a flying start. But have a little think about what would you like to create this coming year? Okay, so that's five main questions for reflection. So we had, what is something you're proud of? What is something that you've learned? What is something that surprised you? And what do you, what do you want to let go of? And what do you want to create? But here's some other little prompts for you that might help you to do some reflecting. So you can consider what are your needs and what are your wants? They're both different wants and needs, but maybe consider both of these. What do you need in your life and how can you get more of it? What do you want in your life and how can you get more of that as well? You might want to consider your ability to ask for help. Now, for me as a people pleaser, I am rubbish at asking for help. So over the lockdown, have you noticed that you're always the person that keeps going and doesn't ask people for help? Reflect on that. You know, why is that? What's going on there? How would life be different if you were able to ask for help? That's such an important one, isn't it? Also consider your ability or your inability to prioritise yourself and your needs. Okay, so I'm thinking at the moment about your practice. Your practice is important to you. For most people that are counsellors, their work is very important to them. But do you tend to prioritise loads of other things over your need to work on your practice? Because this is something that's going to really make a difference in how you feel about your practice and how much you get done and therefore the success of your practice. Is there a reason why you're not prioritizing your practice? Is there a reason why you're allowing the needs of other people to get in the way? That's really something interesting to look at and to um, reflect on. Maybe you can do some general reflecting on your boundaries. Uh, Do you need to firm up any boundaries? Do you need to make any new boundaries? So yeah, and how are you going to, how are you going to enforce those boundaries when somebody starts to push against them? really good one to think about that and do you need to slow down I need to slow down well I don't need to slow down I need to do less I'm never I'm not a very fast worker to be fair so slowing down is never really a thing but do you need to slow down is your life full of busyness what would life be like if you did slow down 
And think about assertiveness. Do you need to be a bit more assertive in your life? Do you need to be able to stand up for yourself? Do you need to be able to say no? Do you need to be able to ask for things? That's always something to consider, isn't it? And what's really helped you during this year that you can get more of going forwards? Maybe you've needed this time to yourself where you've not had to be busy and go out and do everything. Maybe that's something that's been really great for you. Or maybe you've had a massive declutter or a massive tidy up that's felt fantastic. Is that something you'd like to have more of so that you can live in a place that's not, that's not cluttered, that feels better? And we can also look at a couple of things that we might have, that we might have learnt, like uncertainty is the only sure thing. I think sometimes we can get into little patterns, can't we, of ways of working, ways of doing things, and it can bring about a feeling of comfort and security when really uncertainty is the only sure thing. So maybe we can have a think about, you know, reflecting on that, how much we like uh, security, comfort, doing the same things, and how we feel about uncertainty. We can reflect on things like patience, how patience really is a virtue. And this year we've had to have a lot more patience, either patience in waiting for things or patience with other people. And of course, like I say, you're stronger than you think. How else has that shown up for you? How else can you use that through the coming year, use that strength? And also that we can all live with a lot less. So, you know, you can re maybe reflect on that. What can you actually do without that's going to help you, that's going to free up some energy, free up some time, free up some space? Cool. Wow. OK, so we've looked at quite a few things today. We've reflected on quite a few things from 2020 so that we can get a bit more of the good stuff for 2021 and let go of some of the things that no longer serve us. So this is going to help you to get 2021 off to a strong start. Now, don't forget that next week in episode 28 of the Grow Your Private Practice show, we'll be looking a little bit at um, goals and planning for the future year. So please remember to check that out. So why not hit subscribe so you don't miss that. And remember, if you want to really kickstart your practice and have the best year ever, Try joining the Grow Your Private Practice Club before the price increases on the 8th of January. And I just can't wait to witness the success that it brings you. Okay, that's it for this week. Now, the best places to find me are on Instagram. I'm on Grow Your Private Practice, which is all lowercase, no spaces. And you'll also find me on LinkedIn. Just do a search for Jane Travis and come and say hi. I'd love that. Whatever you're doing this year for Christmas, it's going to be different to what would be a normal year. That's not necessarily good or bad. It just is. So however it looks for you, please do your best to make it the best that you possibly can. Have a really great Christmas and I'll see you again soon. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this then please subscribe to the show and while you're there I'd love it if you could leave me a big shiny five-star review bye <laughs>